2: But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.
3: Cram rising. I had no idea what book I was going to read from today. And the Neville Goddard, the complete collection, jumped out at me. For anybody that's just joining or watching, this is about manifestation. Manifesting your greatest life. Manifesting the best and most powerful version of you. I tell you, when you do this work on yourself, there's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing that can stop you from accomplishing all the things that you want in life. When we understand our I Amness, which we're going to get into today, Graham Rising. What's up, everybody? So, where's everybody tuning in from? Maybe we can participate. Sometimes I do lives and it's like crickets and I'm like, is everybody alive today or are they just listening or are they just totally like just zoning out? I don't know. But I woke up today with an enormous amount of energy and I just want to share that with everyone. Um, I picked up <laughs> this book. Listen, I have a lot of books right here, right? And... British Columbia, Kansas City, North Carolina. See, now I'm going to get um, distracted by everybody, where everybody's coming in from. Montreal. Okay. So this morning, look how big this book is. I was like, you know what? I keep avoiding this book because there's so much in it. And then I actually have to use my brain like harder to decipher what Neville is trying to say in a lot of things. South Africa in a house. South south california i think that's <laughs> vegas i love it grand rising that's pretty early where you guys are um and i opened the book to a certain part and i said i started to read it and i was like oh this is too much for me today i can't be getting into all this um so we're gonna go into page 345 i don't know which book this is oh the power of your imagination okay that's a good one um but over the weekend i woke up two days ago whatever day that was and I said to myself, I'm going to get really good news about something today. It didn't happen that day, but it happened yesterday. And when you just have this excitement within you, that is how we manifest is feeling is the secret. Neville Goddard only talks about it, is feeling is the secret. There's another book that he has. that's called your faith is your fortune. And these were all written. It tells you, one was written in 1939, 1941, 1964. So this isn't like any new stuff. This has been around for a good amount of time. But he talks a lot of, about a lot of things from the Bible as well. But I said to myself, I'm going to something. I'm going to get a really good um, text message or phone call. And surely enough, I did. And that just goes to show you, like that the feeling that we have is the way that we manifest the desires that we want. The belief that something or the knowingness or the faith. Your faith is your fortune. Let's just break down that simple sentence. Your faith is your fortune. Having faith in the things that you want to happen that are not yet seen in the three-dimensional world. That is where your fortune lies. If you're a person every day that's like, oh, I could never do this. I could never have that. Oh, I just wish that I could afford to have these things. Or, you know what I mean? Luck. A lot of people talk about luck. There is no such thing as luck. Your faith is your fortune in the same way that if you're thinking negatively all the time that's going to be your misfortune abundance that mindset is all that it is a mindset people that are wealthy is a mindset circumstances don't matter exactly so a lot of people will ask when it comes to manifesting or you the reality that you want to tap into Even though your situation or scenario might seem completely hopeless and there's a million hoops that have to be jumped through in order for you to get your manifestation or the reality that you desire, circumstances do not matter. It could be a million different reasons of why this is not going to work out for you. If you think about those reasons, you're never going to get the things that you want. But if you focus on your desired end, which is the feeling of the wish fulfilled and you walk in that every single day. You will have the desires that you want. Just like I woke up randomly, I was like, something great, I'm going to hear from somebody and something great's going to happen. And surely enough, it took two days for it to happen and it happened. So I'm like, oh, this is what it was. So that when we start to take control of what our reality looks like, it starts to change. And we believe that life happens to us. And not as a result of our own creations. Then we're always going to be a victim to life. Because that means that you don't have a choice. That means you just do not have a choice in your reality. But every single one of us has a choice in our reality and what that looks like. There's only a number of things that we can control, right? Or so we think. But if you are a conscious creator and you are consciously creating the things that happen to you on a daily basis, it starts to happen more and more. It starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger until you are affecting other people's lives. Like the thing that I want to create is going to affect a lot of other people's lives because I have that vision that I'm gonna change a lot of people's lives. So therefore, that's like me wanting to take the inspired action. My end goal is not how much money I can make. My end goal is how can I help the most amount of people? How can I create something that is going to help a lot of people? And that's me, and that's my specific purpose. So what is it that you desire that you don't have yet in your life, that all of your life you're just like, you want this so bad, but you tell yourself, I can't ever have it. Today is the day, if you're watching this live, Today is the day where you say, today is the day that I'm going to start to get what I want. Because I'm going to use my mind, my thinking, and my consciousness to consciously create the things that I really want. I don't remember who, who said this quote. I don't know if it's Neville or who, but they say creation is already finished. Everything that you want already exists out there. Even if you're creating something, if you're creating a restaurant, if you're creating a business or whatever it is, everything already exists. Creation is already finished. All you have to do is assemble the pieces together like a puzzle, right? Everything already exists. If you create a clothing line, maybe your designs don't exist, but the thread exists, the fabric exists, everything already exists. It just has to be put together. And that's what manifestation is. It is the moving of the puzzle pieces in the world, in the universe, to all come together like a magnet. Say, here you go. Here's your dinner. It's the same thing when you go to a restaurant. Everything is ingredients. You have to put ingredients together to make the food you want. And then you're delivered it right to your table. So that's the same exact thing with manifestation. There's all these ingredients out there. And you're thinking in your head, all these things have to come together for me to get this. There's no way it's happening. And that's how you block your blessings. I am, I create. We block our bless we block our blessings by thinking that things aren't possible. Creation is already finished. It's you tapping into the ingredients that you need for your cookies. Putting them in the oven of consciousness and allowing them to bake. You don't sit there over the oven and watch the cookies and hope that they bake the right way. Some people might. And that's how you block your blessings when it comes to manifestation. If you're looking you're like, why isn't he here yet? That's called lack. That's called coming from a state of lack. When you put your cookies in the oven, your idea in the oven of consciousness, you're not sitting there like, well, where is it? I don't see it. How come this isn't happening? And oh my God, now this happened. I knew this was too good to be true. You're blocking your blessings. Has someone ever fake created a fake? Yes. A teaspoon of sugar makes the medicine go down. Biggest lie ever propaganda. Um, I've always told myself I didn't have the energy, but I feel my energy coming back and it's time. And I think that the more awareness, the more that people are raising their consciousness and it's, it's not even like this woo woo shit where it's like, oh my God, like, you know, you're talking about new age and you're talking about this and that, like vibration is real. Whether anybody wants to say that it is or it isn't, it actually exists vibrations that have been healing people, frequencies have been healing people for thousands and thousands of years. We're not the smartest species that ever that's ever been on this planet. And unfortunately many ignorant people think that we are. We are probably getting close to the dumbest at this point. Frequency is everything. Animals use frequency, right? Birds use frequency. When they chirp in the morning, they're telling the other plants, it's okay to open up right now. It's okay to blossom. Everything is frequency and vibration. So if you are one of those people that say, this is woo-woo, this is new age, go read a book somewhere, please, do me a favor. Because you got it all wrong, sorry to say. Would recommend to help in allowing others negativity and to our abilities and allowing these things I don't know what kind of question that is because it wasn't a complete one. Can you please rephrase that? Um, we're the least intelligent humans to date. 100%, 100%. Exactly, dolphins. Let's, before I get into this, why do you think they don't allow do- dolphins around pregnant women? Or even humans? It's like illegal. I think in this country, I don't know if it's like worldwide, it's illegal to interact with dolphins. Why do we think that that is? I don't even want to get into it because that really aggravates me um, for many reasons. But I'm just going to get into So I opened the book, Neville Goddard, The Complete Collection. There's like, okay, it's all 15 of his friggin' books in here. This is how thick it is. I opened the page to six something. 6.31. No. 6.13. And I was like, this is too much for today. Sorry, typos. I meant, is there a book you'd recommend to give tools to keep others' negativity to get in the way of this? So, realistically, I don't think that it's a book to give tools to keep others' negativity to get in the way of this. It's your thinking. So, and I'm not sure if I'm answering this question right or if I'm understanding what you're asking, but we don't think of anyone else in our reality. And a lot of times, you don't tell people the things that you're, that you're manifesting or the things that you're attracting to your life, right? Um, because other people's energy, some people will doubt you. Some people even tell you, come on, be realistic. You're never going to be able to do that. You don't want anybody's negative energy mixing in with the things that you truly desire. So I don't know if I'm answering the question right, but we don't even focus on that. You only focus on your end goal. Your end goal is going to have people all over the place telling you no and telling you, uh, no, you can't afford this or you can't have that or that's impossible, it's not going to be able to happen. You're only in your consciousness is seeing the end goal and living in that. Seeing how amazing your end goal is going to be, your business or your relationship or whatever it is, right? Okay, okay, good. So where do we start? I do not wish to write a book of wonders, but rather to turn man's mind back to the one and only reality that the ancient teachers worshipped as God. All that was said of God was in reality said of man's consciousness. So we may say that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in his own consciousness. And that's from Corinthians. This is from Corinthians. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise lovingness, loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. No man needs help to direct him in the application of, the, of this law of consciousness. I am is the self-definition of the absolute. The root of which everything grows. I am the vine. And that's from John 15. So let's read that last part. No man needs help to direct him in the application of his law of consciousness. I am is the self definition of the absolute. And we could talk about the I-amness all day long. Because that's the only reality that is the reality. And if you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about and you've never watched these lives before. Your I-amness is everything that you live from. Which means what? When you go to a store, for example, And you see something that you love, you're like, oh my God, I have to have this. You look at the price tag, you're like, oh, I can't afford this. Oh, I just can't spend this money right now. For example, that is your I am-ness with I am not worthy. I am not able to create wealth. Um, I am in a victim mindset. And most people are like, well, I don't think that way. But when you say these things, I can't afford it. Another example, people will message me about the patches and be like, oh my God, I wish I could try them. I just can't afford that. $99 for something is not a lot of money, right? But in people's mind, their programming of I can't afford limits everything that they do. They live so much smaller because the programming from when they were children is I can't afford. We don't have enough. Which means your I amness is I live in lack. I am not able to do X, Y, and Z. I am not abundant. And when you rewind back to where that all started, where did those beliefs start from? Probably your caretakers. Whoever that was. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever. We don't have enough. So that translated somewhere to I am not enough. I am not abundant. So then you live from these very programs that you got from when you were a child. Imagine you tried to wear the same clothes from when you were seven years old till now. It doesn't fit. I can't put these pants on. They're too small. But you're literally living in the same mentality when you were a child... To your adulthood now, how's that work? You're using a computer. Let's just put it that way. Your supercomputer. If if you're 50 years old, if you're 30 years old, you're using a 30 year old or a 50 year old computer in modern day right now. How's that working out for you? Well, I can't, you know, use these programs that you know Microsoft Word and all these things because it didn't exist then but you're still walking around with the programming from when you were a child. So your computer that's 30 years old all it can do is play the games from 30 years ago. Maybe Super Mario Brothers or I don't know what the hell was 30 years ago. Your computer from 50 years ago can only play the games from 50 years ago in 2024. What do you think that's how do you think that's going to work? You're using outdated software. For the year 2024, how do you think you could ever get the things that you want using the oldest tools that you have in your toolbox? There's so many other tools out here now that we have access to that we could upload into our computer and use, but we don't know that because we aren't taught this. So when you upload a new game to your old computer you would be like, oh this, stiff. this feels different. This feels weird. Yeah, only the Vatican knows what the year it actually is. Very true. That's a whole other game of worms. But if you want to use the same computer the same computer ideas the same computer programming from all those years ago, what do you think your results are going to be? It can only be what that computer can spit out for you which is not advanced, it's old, it's outdated, it doesn't work anymore. It's the same thing with your consciousness. So if we want to use programs and games from 50 and 60 years ago or 30 years ago, however old your consciousness is in this lifetime, then you're going to get those results. Welcome. I'm so glad you're joining for the first time. So I think that should help people. Is the computer analogy. You want to walk around wearing clothes from when you were a child. You want to walk around with the same thoughts you had from a, from a kid. Your reality reflects that. We literally use the same old outdated programs our entire life. Unless we're like, you know what? I'm ready to be abundant now. I'm ready to be loved properly. I love Joseph Murphy. Anybody, if anybody wants to start somewhere, it is not Neville Goddard, which is where we are today. It is definitely Joseph Murphy. Joseph, Dr. Joseph Murphy, um, the power of the subconscious mind is one of the most game changing books because it's literally like a manual of your, of how your mind really works. So if you want to learn this stuff, the power of the subconscious mind by Joseph Murphy is where you want to start without a doubt. His is much easier to understand than Neville Goddard. Oh, that's good, you're reading it right now. Amazing. So I am is the self-definition of the absolute, the root out of which everything grows, everything grows from whatever the hell our I am this is. Can anybody or everybody or whoever write in the comment section what your I am-ness is? And this is not like, hey, let's write all the positive things. Like legitimately be honest with what your I amness is. I think we all understand the assignment so you can all participate in this. Thank you in advance. What is, your etern- what is your answer to the eternal question? I don't see any responses. What is your answer to the eternal question? "Who am I? Benny, of course you're saying I am grateful, but I know that you actually are really grateful. But you're setting the example, I am wealthy, okay. Is this what we really believe? Like, is this what we really believe? I am a divine child of God. Guys, these are all like good answers. Who's gonna put I am everything? Guys, put like really honest answers. If these are your honest answers, I'm really happy. For you. I am worthy not heard not respected thank you for your honesty I love it I am loved Hemp, Hawaiian Empire in the house I am vulnerable hey that's a good one that's a good one that you probably took a very long time to work on I am lazy thank you for being honest so if you're if you're I am this so Linda's is I am trying to get there. I am taking for granted for being too kind. Okay, I am lazy. I am special. I am a procrastinator. I am too much. I am so sensitive. This is the I am This so, so all the people that are answering very, very honestly, I'm not saying the other people are not being honest. I am a work in progress. That is the reason why your life is exactly where it is right now. I am nitpicky. I am able to light up a room. I love that. I am determined and I am a procrastinator. Okay. I am self-sabotaging. I am misunderstood. Guys, thank you for being like super honest. And again, I'm not saying the other people aren't. But I like to read the things that are not as positive because it just goes to show you or it shows you the reflection of your life with your I am I am the vine, the root out of which everything grows, I'm the creator's greatest creation. Hep, I love it. I am an overthinker. So if we reflect in our life, if our, if everything that is happening to us is a mirror, what is the result of I am an overthinker? Maybe you don't get things done because you think about them too much. Maybe you won't go to certain places because you're like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know if, you know, what if I get an accident on the way there and you stop and you sabotage your whole life because of that one I am I am an overthinker. So let's go back to a couple of the other ones. Um, I am too much. Someone said, I resonate with this so much. I am too much. My mom always told me that. That right there is the prime example. My mom always told me that. That is where our programming comes from. Is our parents or our caretakers or even our teachers at a young age. Your mother told told you you're too much. You're too much. So now you live in that programming of I'm too much. So I'm I'm weary of everything that I do. I I, I don't want to do certain things because I don't want people to think that like I'm too much. So you hold yourself back from everything in your reality because of that. I am this. I am too much. I am is the self definition of the absolute. The root out of which everything grows. If your I amness is I am too much, you're going to spend your entire life being too little. Let's see what else. Too loud, obnoxious. So that means that you live and you minimize yourself. You don't live to your fullest potential because your programming says you're too much. You're annoying. You're obnoxious. Take it down a notch. So you live from that space your whole life unless you change it. That is a prime, prime example. Let's go to a couple. Um, I'm special of it. I am taken for granted for being too kind. So if we live from that space, at least there's awareness of that. I am taken for granted. You understand that, but you say, I am taken for granted. So therefore, the only mirror in your own personal universe can be people that show up that take you for granted until you create boundaries. What if one day you just woke up and you created a boundary with someone that always crosses over your boundaries? You'd be like, oh, this feels weird, but I that felt good. Right? And then you do it again. You create another boundary. And you're like, oh, This feels a little empowering. Then you continue to create boundaries because you have, you start to have that belief system. You change your programming from what the hell was it? I forget, (laughs) I lose my train of thought sometimes. I don't remember what that was, but you guys know what that means. Just bought the Joseph Murphy book. You're on your way to changing your life because it's all about programming. Apologies was told I am is so powerful
1: told
3: guys can you please write in english because i don't know what that says i see this now thank you i am afraid of confrontation so therefore you either well i'm gonna guess that you probably don't speak up about many things if your i am this is i'm afraid of confrontation then you don't ever say what you really want. So therefore, you can never get what you want if you think that saying what you want is going to cause a confrontation. So you're not living your life to your greatest potential because of your I am-ness. The root out of which everything grows, just think about that. I am not university educated, therefore I'm not smart enough to have an opinion that matters. I love the honesty today. I I just so appreciate it because it really is going to help other people. I'm not university educated. Neither am I. I went to college for five days and I'm really not kidding about this. I literally, I stopped going to college on September 11th, 2001. The day the towers went down, I walked home from school. I had almost a full scholarship to college, left everything in my locker and I never went back. And here I am teaching about consciousness. It doesn't matter what what we have to realize is everything that is out there that society thinks is the right thing is actually like inverted. I'm not saying all schooling is bad. It's great to learn. But you can learn yourself. You can you can become the greatest anything. And have never went to school for a fucking day. I'm so glad my nephew didn't go to college. I was like, I do not want him in those indoctrination camps. Absolutely not. I want him to be what he wants to be. I want him to do what he wants to do. So you're not smart enough to have an opinion that matters. In today's world, look at the way the world is. Because of people that are in universities, and they have these crazy mentalities that they are brainwashing these people to have. We're educating ourselves every day when we're online. I, I <laughs> university of the arts. It was a dance scholarship. Um, and <laughs> I blew that. I was like, oh, I ain't going back. I literally didn't go back to school after September 11th. That was the last time I stepped foot in that building and all my stuff was in my locker. I still remember I had a jacket from from BB that was a gold bomber jacket. And it said BB on the back in these iridescent rhinestones. And I love that jacket. I left it in that locker. I never went back. That's another story. So what is your answer to the eternal question, who am I? I have one kid in college now, and this is 100% true what you say. It's indoctrination absolute. So what is your answer to the eternal question, who am I? We just went over this. A lot of people said what their I am"ness is. Your answer determines the part you play in the world's drama. Your answer, that is your concept of self, need not conform to the external reality to which it relates. This great truth is revealed in the statements. Let the weak say, and this is for Benny, Let the weak say, I am strong. Benny is a person that couldn't walk. And now he's walking. Ben, how many miles a day are you walking? The great truth is revealed in statements. Let the weak say, I am strong. That's Joel 310. So that is where the shift happens is in your i amness your concept of self and the concept of self is your i amness what do you say after i am some people say i am lazy i am a procrastinator i am too much if that is your i amness that's the root out of which everything grows so if everything grows from your negative programming that is the exact reason everything in your three-dimensional reality looks the way that it does. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the sick say, I am healthy. Right? Look back over the good resolutions with which many past New Years are encumbered, where we are now. They lived a little while and then they died. Why? I am genuine. Love that. Because they were severed from their root. Assume that you are that which you want to be. This is called the law of assumption. Assume that you are that which you want to be. So the law of assumption is assuming that you are whatever it is that you want to be. So if it's you want to be a multimillionaire, assume that you are one. How would you walk? How would you dress? How would you feel every day if money was never an issue? If you could have all the things that you want, you're like, oh, I'm donating 100000 this day to this animal shelter. I'm donating this. It is a feeling. Feeling is the secret. Right? That is just a law of assumption. Assuming that which you want to be to be true. He used to be sincerely grateful that I could use a walker instead of a wheelchair five years ago. And now he's grateful that he doesn't have to use a walker anymore. And then he doesn't have to use a cane anymore. And now he's walking, right? Feeling the part is hard when you don't have it. But that's called, that's that's all about the delusion. Because the familiar feeling is not having, not having. That's easy. That That's normal to you. I don't have it. So it's natural for me to continue to feel lack. But when you shift, and it doesn't have to be, Benny always talks about gratitude. So if the thing that you want seems just too outlandish, it's too far out there, it is too far away, you start with making a gratitude list. Of all the things that you want, I'm sorry, of all the things that you're grateful for. So if you're grateful, like, you know, I'm grateful that I have a comfortable bed to, to sleep in every night. And write those things down every morning, five things. Then you're going to start to realize, oh, I, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful when I get to be outside. I'm grateful when the sun is out, right? My mood is very different. Sun is very healing. So it's very simple things. It doesn't have to mean like, well, I don't have anything we be grateful for that. It has to be this big thing. Gratitude doesn't have rules. You could be grateful for your shoelace, that your shoes don't fall off. People that are homeless are so grateful that they have a blanket at night. So if it's too outlandish for you to believe that you can have the really big thing that you want, like start really, really small. And then you start to realize, oh, I have more things to be grateful for. Oh, yeah. Where is he? He's right here. Um, And then we have more and more things to be grateful for, right? Experience in imagination. What you would experience in the flesh were you already that which you want to be. So again, you can go in your imagination at any time of the day. Although before you go to sleep, as you're falling asleep, that's the best time to impress your subconscious mind with the things you desire. But even throughout your day, think of the thing that you want to be, right? In your mind As if you already have it. How would I do it? What would I do? Where would I be going? Oh, I would love to have a house on the beach. What does that look like every every day? See it in your mind. Say, see it in your mind's eye. I open my door and I walk down five steps and I'm on the sand. What does the sand feel like? How does the sun feel on you? It, it's making it real. Right? It's feeling it real. Experience in imagination what you would experience in the flesh. I'll give you an example. Say you went out, you know, you had an amazing date. And for the next week, you literally visualize that date. You, you think about all the things and, oh my God, it was so amazing. Conversation, whatever. Whatever. That's feeling it real. Your subconscious mind does not know if it's happening right now or if you are just thinking of it. So it's the same thing with negative things. Your mind doesn't know if you're really experiencing that or if you're just thinking it. That's how we manifest things. That's how we get on a frequency if we're constantly thinking of a bad thing happening over and over again. You're living on that lower vibration. So if you're living on that lower vibration, that's the only way that your reality can look. I know it might be surprising for people. But when you have something good happen to you and you think about it, oh my God, my vacation was so much fun. You think about it over and over and over again. You just attract more things that are on that type of frequency to you. Whether it's good or bad. Your consciousness doesn't give a shit if it's good or bad. If you want to sit there and dwell in your sorrows all day long. The frequency that you're on is only just saying, well, you're on this frequency. So you have to match with the other frequency, with with the frequency. So if you're on this low vibrational frequency of fear all the time, you can only receive what you're putting out. It's like you're putting out a signal. The only signal that can come back is the signal that you're putting out. You can't live a poverty, have a poverty mindset and attract wealth. It ain't going to happen. I promise you. If every day you're negative and you're just looking for a fight to start, you can get You can bet the universe is going to send you people to fight with. Someone's going to cut you off in traffic. Someone's going to bump into you. Right? Someone's going to mess up your food order. I guarantee you. This is not a matter of opinion. This is a matter of fact. So does that mean my frequency is low if I attract emotionally unavailable people? No. So you can be you can be on a high frequency and still track attract emotionally unavailable people because of your subconscious programming. If your parents were not available to you when you were a child, if you weren't loved or cared for in the way that you that you should have been, then you'll attract those type of people. So Our programming and our vibration are not the same thing, but they're, I guess, similar. If I attract only emotionally unavailable people, they are just reflecting my beliefs about myself, right? So if someone is emotionally unavailable, I continue to attract emotionally unavailable people all the time. I believe that I'm not worthy of love. Where does that come from? I believe that I am not chosen. Where does that come from? Oh, my parents. Or, oh, my brother or sister, uh, you know, always picked on me and always said that I was stupid and hated me and never loved me. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back to the beginning. Because that's where this all comes from. Is the programming. So if we're constantly attracting emotionally unavailable people... People are only a mirror to us. Now, God, it says everyone is you pushed out. So I'm not just attracting these bad people or, you know, abusive people. Oh, my God, I just always attract assholes. There's a reason you always attract assholes or people that are abusive. You don't believe you're worthy. You believe that you should be treated poorly. Why, though? Go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back to your childhood. That's where it all comes from. That's where our programming starts. If we start to see life in that way, and it's just an old computer that we're working with, you got to re upload different programming. That happens with repetition. That happens with affirmations. I say these things all the time. That happens with listening to uh, meditations at night while you're sleeping. Just let it run, not in your ears. Keep your phone away from you at least five feet and play affirmation tapes that are eight hours long. Your subconscious mind listens to it. (sighs) So remain faithful to your assumption. No matter how outlandish it might seem, no matter every time your programming says you'll never have that, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You can't afford that. You have no money in your bank account. That person's never gonna love you. You always get cheated on. Over you have to override those thoughts. You have to override that programming with the new program. What's the new program? I always get the things that I want. I'm so happy and grateful that my life is exactly the way that I always wanted. I just started three bites ago. Three nights ago, I, I'm assuming that's what I'm supposed to say. I was like, wait, what? Uh, remain faithful to your assumptions so that you define yourself as that which you have assumed. If your whole life you could assume something negative, today could be the day that you could assume something positive. And do not allow your thoughts to override that, and it's difficult. But it gets easier. That's the good news. Things have no life if they are severed from their roots, and our consciousness, our I amness, is the root of all that springs in our world. Our I amness is the root of all that springs in our world. Okay, let's give an example of flowers and planting. If you plant a sunflower, <laughs> the face yoga pose, I have to, Chris, DM me and I'll send you the Asian lady. She's phenomenal. She'll, she changed her entire face with face yoga. It's insane. So I'll have to give you her because I don't remember her name because she's in Germany and I don't. She barely speaks English. So with the flowers, if you plant in your garden sunflowers, the sunflowers are going to grow. But if you plant sunflowers, and you're like, why aren't these roses? It's like, well, you're delusional because that's not how that goes. You planted sunflower seeds, sunflower seeds are going to grow in the same way If you plant in your consciousness, I am poor and I can never afford that. More poverty is going to grow in your garden. You can't plant the seed or have the seed planted of poverty and have wealth grow. Why am I not wealthy yet? Because all day long, you think about how I can't afford it. That's too expensive. Why is this, you know, why does this economy look the way that it does? And you're a victim all day long. I'm not saying the economy is great because it's horrendous. But I'm saying... If all day long you're thinking about all the reasons why you can't have something and you think that that something's going to grow out of your negative shit, you're insane. Or you just don't know any better. I'm going to go with don't know any better. Some people it's insanity. But if you're constantly planting this beautiful flower of I am worthy of the most amazing relationship, I am so happy and grateful that I have the kindest person show up for me. When you continue to water that seed, that's what's going to grow. And an idiot might come in in your life again, but that's universe saying, are you going to accept this? Or are you going to continue to work on your new programming of I am so happy and grateful for an amazing partnership? Because I can tell you the universe will send you people from your old programming. And that's going to be a choice. Am I going to try and continue to force something to fit into a puzzle piece that don't fit? Or am I going to say, yeah, I'm going to leave this puzzle piece here and I'm going to actually find the piece that fits for the programming that I want to have. For the things that I want to show up in my reality. It's up to you. It just takes work. Not everybody wants to work on shit. (sighs) If we believe not that I am he, this is a good one and then we'll end it here. Ye shall die in your sins. John eight twenty four. If we believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Well, what the hell does that mean? That is, if I do not believe that I am already that which I desire to be, which is a law of assumption, then I remain as I am and die in my present concept of self, which is my sins. Because, I had to read this a few times. It says that I remain as I am and die in my present consciousness, which is dying in your sins. If you don't, if we don't use our consciousness in the highest and greatest way that we can, which is to achieve all the things that we desire, it's saying we die in our sins because we're not, we're not believing that we can have all the things that we want. Yes, it is. Trin Trin George. Thank you. That's her. The face yoga lady. I'll pin that. So if anybody wants to follow her, you're going to be like, wait, what? Pin. Thank you for that. She's unbelievable. Um, so do we understand that? If we believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. So the I amness that that this is talking about, that God wants us to have, is all the things that we desire. And you shall die in your sins if you don't use that power. Because if you don't have all the things that you want, you're not fully, you're never going to be fully, it's not satisfied. I don't know what the word is because I can't think. But fulfilled maybe is the word. You'll never be fulfilled in your life because you didn't expand yourself to the limitless expansion that you have. So you're saying if we believe not that I am He, which I am is like, I believe that I can have all the things that I want, then you shall die in your sins. Had I not been introduced to any of this stuff, I would never be able to decipher what the hell this is saying in the Bible. And it makes sense to me. There is no power outside of the consciousness of man to resurrect and make alive that which man desires to experience. That man who's accustomed to call up at will whatever images he pleases will be, by the virt- by virtue of the power of his imagination, the master of his fate. We will not be in the full expression of God. Thank you, that is what I was trying to say. You won't be in the full expression of God if you don't get all the things that you desire in your life. So you shall die in your sins because you're not you're afraid to go after it. You're living in a space of negativity or in a space of lack. And I'll read this again. That man who is accustomed to call up at will whatever images he pleases in his mind. Will be by virtue of the power of his imagination. He will master his fate. The person who dares to dream big dreams. Shall have what they are dreaming. As long as they believe that they can have it. So that's exactly what this is saying. The man who's accustomed to call up whatever he wants in his mind. He has the power of his imagination. He is the one that masters his faith. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. When you know the truth, about your mind and consciousness and your power, then you are free. Your mind is a garden. Your thoughts are seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. I love that. So I, I think now people understand why Neville Goddard is not where you begin with manifestation because it's a lot to uncover. What's your take on vision boards? Okay, so example. I make a vision board out of my background on my phone. Put a collage, every time you open your phone, it's smacking you right in the face. I actually have to update mine. Thank you for the reminder. But I think vision boards are great, but we have our phones all the time. So it's like, make a vision board collage on your phone. Make it your wallpaper. All the things that you want. As soon as you open your phone, you see them. Constant reminder. Right? Hey, what are you doing, mama? So I think that's good for today. Today's homework is to make your background of your phone your vision board. All the things that you want. Make a nice little cute collage with one of the thousand apps that we have access to. And make your phone background your vision board. I'm going to do that today. Okay? I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think you said this was your first live with with me for this one. Amy's doing it. I'm telling you, when it's, when it's in your consciousness and it's always staring you in the face, it just gets easier and it becomes more real. When you say out of sight, out of mind, that's for our manifestations too. But when we open our phone every two seconds or whatever it is, and you constantly see all the beautiful images of the things that you desire, then things change and things start to shift. Chris, we're going to Mexico 100%. Um, I hope that everybody enjoyed this and I will repost it if you want to watch it over again. Um, Brain cell adjustments. I love that. Um, Share it if you want. Comment. Do whatever the hell you need to do. But um, Ben, you better see that RV fixed and up and running. So have a beautiful Monday and I will see you guys on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. If you have questions, you can always DM me. If you're just starting manifestation, get The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. You could probably get it on your Kindle for like a dollar. I download so many books on Amazon Kindle because it's either free or very cheap because a lot of these books are like so old, people don't even know about them. Um, so they're very, very inexpensive. Um, okay, I'm going this time. I'll see you guys soon